This is In the Shadows Podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellows don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows Podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin, along with Albert, Martin, and Eric. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shadow Smokes Legion in the Shadow Podcast. And today we have something special. Of course, you have me, your host, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin. And then we have Eric, who does not require any introduction. If you don't know him, totally fine. But we have somebody special. We have one of our Shadow Smokes Legion prestige member, Matt Hashimoto. Okay. And Matt Hashimoto has been uh, a member for quite a while now. I think he joined on the second year. And for those people who doesn't know what prestige member is, it's basically that somebody who have uh, contributed to the Legion significantly in a way that it changed the Legion. So yeah, he earned his title to be a prestige member. Now, before he gets to introduce himself, let me tell you, he is an Asian outside, at least. And um, he's someone that... I consider a friend, you know, he's someone that stand tall guy, you know, but short and, and very nice guy. I mean, if, if I'm on the 10th floor and the, and the place is on fire and he's on the third floor and he look up and says, Tony, I'm going to save you jump. I will catch you from the third floor. I would just jump because I believe that he's going to catch me. And if he didn't, then that's a different story. So yeah, Matt, go ahead and introduce yourself. First of all, before I introduce myself, I want to thank you guys for allowing me on the show. <clears throat> I've listened to the last three podcasts and have been thoroughly, I don't even know what the word is right now, thoroughly uh, impressed. Um, you guys have come a long way. And for those that don't know about the Legion, we always try different things to keep, you know, climbing the ladder. And this with this podcast we are actually doing it we're climbing that ladder doing new things doing new ventures so on that i will you know my name is matt hashimoto president of tao for those who don't know what tao is team asian orange and if you want to know the only way to know and figure out what tao is is you got to join the legion but you got to know somebody to know to get in so uh uh other than that uh no, try to be a good leader, good uh, prestige member, good mod. I know a lot of people probably hate me because I <laughs> I block them on their memes all the time um, or call them out on their memes. <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, you know, it's all family here, and that's what we are. So, Cool. I mean, there's a lot to talk about about a person, but I think for Hashimoto it's harder because – he is, uh, oh, by the way, if I'm referring him to Hashimoto, even though his name is Matt, it's because I got used to it. All right. But it's actually Matt. Like, uh, I'm going to refer him as Hashimoto. That's what I address him as. But Hashimoto is more like, um, if you heard other interviews, if I release this interview before anybody else, then that's a different story. But if you heard other interviews, Hashimoto is like the mid range, right? He lived comfortably. He, um, he uh, have good income and able to get his 
get access on a lot of different cigars and alcohol um cars whatever because he he also works on cars so you know if you ever walk around and you see a, like a, a banner or sticker that says hashimoto store uh, sport that's the one that had that sticker extra 20 horsepower extra 20 horsepower just have that that sticker on there so he have worked a lot of various things you know like everything a guy would love to do he probably had his hands on it and literally like like i can say i like cars but i would not you know, take out an engine, and he probably would. So there's a different. So just picture him as a guy who does all kind of stuff. And this this episode, we will be talking about a lot of stuff. But let's talk about first thing first. So all of all the people that likes do that kind of stuff, he live in the the worst state to buy alcohol and cigar. The worst of all of that. I mean, there are other states that's like almost as bad, like California. You know, if you want to call it a yeah. country, right? So he live in that place. And I really want to talk about that. So he lives in Utah. And Utah has some stupid laws and shit. And that is controlling alcohol and, and, and cigars, right? So let's talk about that. Hashimoto, like, like, you know, what, like what kind of restriction do you have over there in Utah? Where do I begin? <clears throat> so let's start with cigars because... Obviously, that's our hobby. Um, cigars, I can't buy online. Um, can't purchase them online. You know, if you go on to any website, for instance, Corona.com, and even try to buy an ashtray or a freaking lighter from them, you can't even pick the state of Utah. It's, the Utah is not even an option to pick on their website to ship to. Um so, uh, fortunately, I know enough people in the industry, Jeff Borshowitz, stuff like that, where I can reach out to and actually make those things happen. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it was an ashtray and, and a cigar lighter. That was all I was trying to buy, and they wouldn't even let me do that. I called the store. They wouldn't even allow me to do that talking to them on the phone. Anyway. Long story short, I was able to get the product uh, along the line with the cigars. 85% sales tax in the state of Utah on top of the what? price of cigars. So any cigar that, yeah, any cigar that you're talking is like 8 $9. I mean, man, you're paying out the, out the nose wow. for it. This is the reason why I don't buy cigars from Utah. I don't even visit the two lounges or two cigar stores that we do have that are in Salt Lake City. Um, great selection in, in the stores, but the price is not worth it. I travel for work, so I'm able to get access to a lot of different cigars, get to know different brand owners, and and, I don't, and when I meet these brand owners, I'm not trying to get a better deal or anything like that. I just get to know people. I'm a talkative person, and when I like the product that I smoke, I'll tell you. And if I don't like it, I'll tell you. I'm not going to be that guy that's straight up there going to say it's dog shit. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll let you know it's not my favorite cigar. But, you know, I'm, I'm a guy that likes spicy cigars. So when it comes to that, you know, if it doesn't have enough spice for me, I'm going to let you know. You need a little more spice Totally no spice, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing I like. I do not like the spice. Like, yeah, no, you know? no, no, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> An alcohol 
for Utah. Um, so we have ABC stores. I know a lot of people know what those are. So state-ran liquor stores. Um, so the best part about that is that when we do get allocated, you know, some of the harder to find whiskeys and bourbons and whatever else you're looking for, wines, they have a lottery for it. Put your name in the lottery and they randomly generate a, a lottery name picker and they pick your name. So, uh, and then you get it at cost or their cost, not at the overinflated secondary market cost. For instance, I want a, a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle 12 year and I pay you, you $84 want, for you it. You want it? So. Oh, wow, dude. I did. Yeah, $84. You look it up on the internet right now and it's like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 for that bottle. So, yeah, $84 Whoa, is all I spent. Um, but, like I said, I travel for work. So, when I'm out and about in town on my lunch break or whatever, I'm hitting liquor stores. I'm hitting cigar lounges. I'm looking for the hard-to-find stuff that uh, our Legion members are trying to find um, because they don't travel, you know, and, and their prices are being gouged in, in other places. I, and I have hooked up a lot of members with a lot of great, hard-to-find first releases, second releases of a certain brand. And Damn, I need to talk to you more. too. <laughs> Uh, Hashimoto, I do have um, $84 right here. <laughs> I have $87 right here. I think I think yeah. I can book a flight to you and it's cheaper than uh, I would pay for that bottle. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Hashimoto, I'll take 10 <laughs> bottles right now. <laughs> well, I, like I said, I won that bottle in the lottery, so... Uh, I have another one of our other members, Josh Stockseth. It's from here in Utah as well. That uh, he ended up uh, winning in the lottery. Um, the uh, I think it's George T. Stag. You know, so does the lottery like does the lottery like if uh, you just had to put your name in it? There's no cost or anything like that. No, no cost. Just put your name randomly in there. You can only do it once, though. If you put your name in twice, they automatically oh. eliminate you. From the oh, we have like a hundred something members' names you can put. Uh, in. I mean, we one sure. one of us got to sure. win it. We could do that. <laughs> yeah, one of but us. Will you win. have to be from the state oh. of Utah to pick it up to get it. You have to present your state of Utah ID when you pick it up. So, so how long it does it take, take to long. get a Utah ID? <laughs> <laughs> no, it don't take that long. <laughs> Yo, register so go really there, Register on the uh, address. You know, just, yeah, address and we find. <laughs> yeah, we all have the same address, right? Back into one house, <laughs> right? Now, that would that work? Let's say if you go to Utah for college, you have an address in the school, but you wouldn't have a Utah ID. Would you still be able to do that? Because you still gotta go to the alcohol store there. Yeah, you yeah, can, you could still, still get a Utah, Utah ID because um, you're you're a resident. You, you know, if you're going to be there for, you're, you're, I mean, I think the states require if you're like, if you get pulled over by a cop, they say, if you've been in this, if you live here within three weeks, you've got to change three your address to the state Damn. that you actually. No, but weeks. then like, if you're there for no, university, you, you it's different story. For it, though. No. Yeah. yeah. But like, you, you, you know that you have to, tra- you, like every vacation you're going back Yeah. to your home state. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, and, well, like, you, you can you hold that. Yeah, double IDs. Can you hold double uh, that, IDs? No, the thing is, like, when you, you can't because you can't they would uh, uh, X out your other ID. Yeah. Yeah, you, it has it has your res your residence on it. True. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, if if I would, if it was me, and I know that I was able to get certain things, I mean, you're only entering the lottery with it. You're not guaranteed a win, you know. So I mean, but now if you yeah, can go find you, you won though. When you're in school and you go to university, you got you got five thousand other students' name you can put in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can find plenty of. How hard are we going for this model? <laughs> right, like here's ten bucks. I'm gonna use your address. Here's ten bucks. Let me use your address. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like, that's tough. That's tough. But based on what you say, it basically tells me that. You know, alcohol is by chance. Cigar is uh, 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 for every 10 cigars you buy, you buy 18 cigars. Pretty much. I mean, That's I don't even know New anymore. York. I thought New York was Right. Oh, New York has nothing <laughs> on us. I mean, yeah. New York is 75%. <laughs> And I, I was, I went out now I hear 85% is like, well, well, it's, it's next to Mexico now. Mexico is about 300%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it makes well, it even I, worse because Utah is a smoke-free or a, what do they call it? I think they call it a, it's a smoke-free, you know, state. So no more smoking inside. So the lounge that, or the one uh, store that did have a lounge, they had to shut it down. Um, uh, they tried a mobile lounge, didn't do too well. Um, so what really is a mobile lounge? They... Bought an old, I don't even know what year it was, but an old school bus, converted it to a smoke lounge that would drive yeah, around. A, I see, I see that Salt Lake, while you smoke. But the thing is, like, can you get your own building and turn it to a lounge? If you individually, like you know, by yourself, isolated. Uh, I, you know, I, I've looked into it because I've thought about opening my own lounge out here in Utah. The restrictions here are so tough. Um, and the hard part is because we have winter, you know, so yeah. nobody wants to smoke outside it's that cold. Um, but, you know, I've thought about doing, you know, lounges outside with exterior heaters and, you know, stuff like that. We have top golf out here, just like anybody else. They have the heaters and people go out and golf in that. So why not sit back in a well-heated outdoor lounge? outdoors but when you say when you say smoke free that just means you cannot smoke in the building but you can smoke outside correct well it, no you, cannot smoke, you cannot smoke in a business building correct because you can smoke at your own home that's private building but correct. i'm smoking out here on my uh, on my deck right now speaking of that what are you okay. guys smoking I, I, you know, I usually don't smoke during the podcast because it makes noises and like, yeah. you know, lighter clicks. We, we don't do that. Deep breathing <laughs> and snoring and making, you know, <laughs> sound like a crazy Asian. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I try not to smoke anymore because yeah, we did that the first that. time when we record. And I can tell you the post-production, try to get rid of all that sound is hell. So what you're trying to say is <laughs> stop lighting my cigar. <laughs> no. Well, uh, well, you know, you, I thought you had a light already, but but I do think that it's very hard to keep a uh, cigar lit while you're doing everything else. It's like 
we've been playing game at night and I've been trying to smoke while playing game. Never works. It's impossible to keep the light. It, it's impossible. It's true. Because like, your like hands I, are busy. You're not going to keep the cigar in the mouth the whole time. So, Right. And, and like I said, I was I told you guys earlier, you know, I was smoking a Padron 95th Family Reserve. I mm-hmm. forgot about it. Was sitting on my ashtray 15, at least 15 minutes of not touching that cigar. And I'm like, oh, that thing's got to be out. And I took a puff of it and the dang thing was still lit. I was surprised. It blew Some my mind. Some cigars are good like that. Yeah. yeah Some cigars are good like that. It's it's right. weird. Like it was, it was the, the other night I was smoking a cigar. I walk upstairs, talk to my wife, deal with her. Came back yeah, downstairs. Dude, the cigar still Don't lit. you love it when that happened though? When you get a cigar that just stayed lit? Oh, yeah. You're like, like, Yeah. Yeah, like, you get out yeah, you like, for no reason because you right, like, get like a child like, like screaming yeah, like, oh, you know, like, cigar is too lit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, and then on the other hand, when it doesn't, it doesn't stay like, lit. You're like, oh, sh- sh- shitty ass cigars, yeah, stupid like, ah, cigars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it usually has to do with the gauge of the cigar. Like the bigger the gauge it is, the more yeah. it's gonna stay lit for a longer period of time because the True. insulation. So. True. So now that we have Hatsumoto here, of course, we are going to ask the same same question that we ask everybody. What are some of your favorite brand and what are some of the brand that you would not smoke even if it will save your life? Oh, wow. Man, you can put me on blast like that? We did that to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember hearing that on the last podcast. I mean, I haven't listened to it yet. For the interview ones, we haven't released it yet. Once you release, we'll get in trouble. Oh, okay. Um, for many of you that know me, you know that I love, you know, I'm not a Drew Estate, huge, big Drew Estate fan, but I love the Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve. That is my number one baby. And I have multiple boxes of that. Just love that cigar. I, I just love it. Um, Padron has now, uh, the, the, the 95th and the 96th Family Reserves, man, they're right there. They're number two. Um, I couldn't even tell you what my number three cigar. I do like a lot of Espinosa because I do love that spice. I'm a spicy guy. I'm, if it doesn't have spice, not doesn't like burn my sinuses when I retro. It ain't worthy. Um, <laughs> worst cigars. <laughs> uh, I, there's a lot of them out there that I mean. <laughs> And I don't want to name them because there's going to be a lot of people that. No, love no, those no, no, do it. You do it. No, no, yeah. that, that's, that's why we do it. That's, that's why we really. do this. They just, they just yeah. don't fit my yeah, name few. We're not even talking about the one that you don't like or dislike or something like that. We're talking yeah. about the ones that you will not smoke, even if that that's got a cure. Like, let's say one day you got a, like a, 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 a incurable disease, and they say, "Hey, smoke this. It's going to cure you." Like, no, I'd rather die. That kind of cigar. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it go hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, you like, know, whichever you want, what your name is going to end up lot like you know, go out of business. That kind of level. Well, for those of you that know me, know that I don't buy into the hype of cigars. I don't buy into the hype of limited releases. Um, I do find myself every so often I do fall for that trap, but you know. I've tried a lot and a lot of these cigars that, you know, 10th year anniversary, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, it was just a dud. I'm like, dang, that was not worth the money because, you know, you look at, not only do you look at the, the rarity that they put on it or the hype, 
you look at the price and you're you're blown away. You're like, man, why did I just spend eighteen dollars on that cigar when I could have went and bought two or three Espinosas for that price and been just just happy as a clam, you know, and and been fine. But our duty as cigar enthusiasts is we we try new things. We always try to keep our minds open and and uh, you know keep our you know our palates you know try to get in with the crowd i guess you would call it but man i've been let down more than i have ever been impressed by any of those cigars okay so well, you basically I, told us that the cigar you didn't like was right? $18 like, what, what, so which one is you it you didn't tell what cigar you didn't like at all okay <laughs> okay the most recent cigar that i have smoked that was you know all this hype you know and i am not a big fan I do like, you know, some of their cigars. And if I have to name the cigar, it's going to be Patina. Uh, the 10-year anniversary is, is not worth what it's what it's paid, what you're paying for. Any of the Patinas, yeah, actually. I agree. The price point that they are, you know, they're at is not worth the cigar. And I'm not trying to put Patina down because I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to make a name for himself. He's trying to make it... You know, make it in the cigar industry, but he needs to bring his prices down. To be honest. Okay. Okay, but that's just yeah. like I don't like. That's not like I will not smoke. No, it like, Hashi, we need the one that life. you you hate. Yes. Like, like you oh would God. never. <laughs> you would never pick it up. You will not smoke it ever. even if it means save your life. If you want cigar that bad and the whole humidor oh, okay. is filled in, you would not smoke. Um. um Okay, there's probably quite a few. We need three. Uh, <laughs> acid. I'm not a fan of acid. Okay. My brother-in-law is a fan of okay. acid. Oh my god, those things taste like incense and oh, disgusting. Now here's the thing, for those people who doesn't know, if you walk into Hashimoto's humidor right now, there is three or four tens of acid cigars on the floor. Why? Why? Why you gotta call me out like that? Why do you have? <laughs> okay, they look like a water tank, water tower, or something like that. I remember he oh, got those. Oh, okay. So those ones. Okay, so those. I forgot the name of those. So those are. Um, they did come in the uh, water towers. They were collectible items. They still are collectible items because they only made them for I don't know how long. Not very long. Um, I actually forgot the name of them. I have every single water tower full of all, I think it came with 20 cigars inside of them. I have all, they're all, they're all full, plus I have a bunch of loose ones, um, so I don't have to smoke them out of that tower. I don't smoke them very often, and very rarely, actually. Um, and I do have tins, like what you were saying, Tony, of acids. Four, I do have, like you said, you walk into my humidor... On the left side of my humidor, on the very bottom, I call that the Begador. Okay, so those are for the guys that say they like to smoke cigars or, you know, when you talk to somebody and you, you can tell when you're talking to somebody whether they really do smoke cigars or they don't. I'm not giving them a Padron 95th Family Reserve, okay? I'm not giving them a Pappy Van Winkle Family Reserve. I'm giving them an acid or a, a factory smoke or a, I don't know how many times I have given somebody something that I thought because this guy 
talk the lingo, walk the lingo. And I look in the ashtray at, and it's sitting there with like two, three puffs off it. And he hasn't touched that cigar and it sat there all night long. And I've talked to him about it. How did you like it? Are you going to continue to smoke that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They never picked it back up. I learned over the years not to give somebody that type of cigar for that kind of money. Uh, so I have a, a lower part, just like a liquor store. You have your lower <laughs> shelf. I have a lower shelf in my humidor called the Vegador. And those are the cigars that I give those kind of people. Um, my wife, believe it or not, she does smoke some cigars. She loves the uh, um, Drew Estate. Uh, oh, my gosh. I'm going to forget the name. It's not the Fat Bottom Betty. Um, Sweet Jane's. She loves those, but she likes them in the Cigarellos. Even though I bought her a whole box of the uh, Corona size of them, she hasn't touched those. <laughs> she loves the little tin ones because they're just short, sweet, and just enough for her. Yeah, quick smoke. You know? Every so often she does. Well, thinner too. Yeah. yeah. Female likes yep. thinner cigars. Right. And, you know, I, I noticed that when she smokes that and her friends are here or having a party or something, a cigar and whiskey night, that the females tend to see what she's doing and go to what she's smoking because they can smell the, the aroma of that cigar. And they're like, Oh my God. I, I mean, they, they buy into it. Right. So they, they want to smoke a cigar and try it. And then they fall in love. And I, I've actually had one of my wife's friends that has never smoked a cigar in her life. That is absolutely in love with that cigar. Now that sweet Jane. So now when it's her birthday or her anniversary or we do, you know, have, or she has something special in her life going on, we buy her a 10 or two of those sweet Janes and give them to her because she likes them. She, funny story, not to get off subject, but she came over to our house a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, actually. And was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to come over and, you know, smoke my, um, what did she call them? Um, she called them, uh, she referred to them basically as a blunt, <laughs> as marijuana. And I'm like, please don't refer to it as that because it's not called that. It's called Sweet Jane, not whatever she called it. She's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But uh, it was it was hilarious. It was a good time. But she loves Sweet Janes now, and she loves whiskey, and she's brought a bunch of other people along with her. That um, I think that like in Utah, everybody's in a closet. Nobody wants to let anybody know that they smoke cigars and and drink whiskey and. I think that's the, that's the, whole, yeah, entire, the whole entire world. America. Everybody's like that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because... <clears throat> yeah. yeah. What, like you, not to cut you off, but I, I want to get back to that before, like, you know. So I think that's, you're not going to meet a lot of people where the first question you go, do you smoke cigar? Right? You don't go out there and say, hey, how you doing? I smoke cigar. My name is Tony. Yeah. That comes out. But you were like, you know, hey, how you doing? I'm Tony. I love, I, I love food. You know, I, I love to go find food stuff. I'm, I'm foodie. But you won't be like, I'm a cigar aficionado. Well, one and only. When people ask me, you know, <clears throat> what do I like to do in my spare time? I told them I smoke cigars. Yeah, but before we go towards that part of it, which it I think there's a lot to it. Hashimoto, you still did not tell us what you were not smoking. Yeah, you mean, if that would save your life. I, so you say, I said acid. No, you told me what you don't like. You told me what you don't like. The fact that you have a few loose ones just in case you want to smoke it, it means that you will not you will still smoke it. Oh my lord. 
what I want. Uh, well, you see how hard that is? Okay. If we're going to get down to the nitty gritty, Gurkha. There you go. All right. There you go. Thank Two you. more. There you go. I know we have a- <laughs> That's like a universal answer. I think everybody's like And I'm same. not putting no shame on Gurkha. I'm not putting no shame on our brother Jeff up in Germany, yeah. part of our legion. He's a brother. Love the dude. He does love the Gurkha. He does. And I don't, I don't shame him for that. That's his palate. He likes them. And good for him. Especially in this day and age when everybody's going against Gurkha. Good for More him. Gurkha for him, you know? I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people who, who started out with Gurkha will end up liking Gurkha because that's like a nostalgic taste once they get to a certain level of smoking. So they end up liking Gurkha because the first cigar was Gurkha, you know? But if your first cigar was anything but Gurkha, for example, Oliva, Ashton, uh, Rocky Patel, that kind of brand, you will be like, uh, I don't really like Gurkha because it's like totally opposite spectrum. One of them is super earthy and nothing but dirt. The other one is super woodsy, nothing but wood. So you get, that sounds wrong. <laughs> so let me, but yeah, let me, let me uh, play host for a minute. Tony, what was your first cigar? My first cigar was, I believe, a bondo, wow. store bondo, some sort of store bondo. Well, that blows me yeah. away. Right? It was, I didn't expect that. Yeah, but my first purchased cigar that I can remember that I, I really put an impression on me was actually the... And that, that's after a smoke for a while because I smoked a lot of like other cigars that I don't try to remember because at the time, well, I was just smoking cigars. I don't really try to remember what I have. But one day, I smoked a Romeo y Julieta Reserva Rio. And that day, for some reason, it blew my mind. That cigar? I, I smoked... I smoked many, many of them before. But that day, one day, I was sitting outside in the backyard having a cigar, looking at my dog running around. And I was like, and I took a puff. And I tasted almond. Cherry and almond. And I was like, nice. holy shit, what just happened? That's like the day and the moment that I guess I can completely ignore the tobacco flavor. So, like, I completely ignore that, that taste, that flavor, that I said start tasting and enjoy cigar a lot more. And that's when I go, okay, I need to start remembering what cigar I'm smoking. But before that, I just, really? whatever I can see, I buy. Wow. Right? Before, like, you know, yeah, I, you know, I would buy the, the bankers. We buy it just because it looks good. Right? And then I'll smoke it, it'll <laughs> get me sick. Because, you know, obviously, you know, I was like, I'm trying to smoke the cigar at the same speed as smoking a yeah. cigarette. Because back in the day, when I start, before I started, I was a cigarette smoker. Mm-hmm. And I smoked a lot of cigarettes. We're talking about cotton at the time, not, not a container, cotton. Right, so most Asian does that, and then you know, so you feel like I need a lot of nicotine, but turns out you don't get nicotine the same way that you're getting for cigarette. Cigarette, you can smoke all day, and I don't think you ever get nicotine overload. Oh no, where you get dizzy and sick. You can, you can smoke all day, literally. Yeah, you can play like a four hour mahjong and never stop smoking for one moment, (laughs) and you are not, yeah, you'll be dizzy at all. If you try to smoke four hours straight on any cigars, you're gonna get it. You're gonna change green, right? So I think that that so whenever somebody asks me like you know what I can remember most about cigars at first, it's really um the the Romeo Julieta. After that is when I start uh getting Davidoffs. See when I started, I didn't go to Davidoff because Davidoff starts out at medium strength. And when I hear medium straight, I think I'm going to get sick because, like, you know, even basic. So one, it's not you're one of those you know, that, like, oh, basic you read strength. about the strength. 
No, no, no. I asked them. They're, they're like, you know, how long you been smoking? I was like, I was smoking oh. here, there, you know. Um, and then like, uh, like, which one did you get sick? Oh, like, uh, Binko gets me sick, you know. And and I was like, you know, point that one, point this one, point this one. I don't remember the name, you know. And you know, and later later on, you find out, you know, one of them was actually a Julius Caesar. Yeah, that's gotta get me sick. So, but you know, there's a lot of cigar that got me sick. So I try not wow. to go anything medium. But one day after that, Romeo Julieta. What's really funny is Romeo Julieta is actually a medium cigar. So I'm smoking a medium this whole time without knowing it. <laughs> well, what about you, Eric? My first cigar was in my garage. Uh, I bought a six by sixty CAO flathead. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it took me like two, two and a half hours to finish it. Then, uh, but I did. I took my time. You know, I uh, I sit back in my garage by myself. I was like, "Yo, I want to be a gangster with a cigar." <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and then I just went and smoked for two and a half hour and. It really get me is when uh, the final third of the cigar, I tasted abundance of sweet chocolate, and I was like, it took me that long to get chocolate out of the cigar. I was like, holy crap! But you know, after yeah. that, I was like, I need to go get me some more cigars. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was my first time, and then that was history. I love the this cigar since crazy then. Bit. Isn't it crazy that when you find those flavors or you get a cigar that gives you that flavor or that experience that you don't get that of it out of every cigar? Mm-hmm. I mean, you expect that out of every cigar after that point. No, it doesn't and happen. It's like, no, right. <laughs> you're like, damn. It, it blows your mind how much the, the food that you ate for lunch, you know, and how, how, what the timeline was that you ate lunch to when you had that cigar and or the mood you're in or or anything else or the whiskey that you're pairing it with gives you that experience i mean it's mind-blowing that you don't get that out of every cigar and 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 you you thrive to try to find that out of every cigar after that point yep and this is what i want to talk about here though um throughout this whole time i think what makes it what makes me took so long to be able to taste that Romeo and Julieta? What ruins it for me? And I do not recommend any. I, I do not recommend anybody oh, who starts smoking cigar do this. Can it's because it. flavor cigar. Correct. It's because flavor cigar, because those flavor cigar give this artificial taste that's not, not even remotely similar than the taste that you get from an actual cigar, that you're expecting that that's what's gonna come out with, what's gonna taste. But you'll never find that once you start you smoke a flavor cigar like say one of the javas yeah the that coffee that no or, crazy uh, sweetness yeah uh, coffee flavor it's not the same as if you get a coffee flavor from a regular like maduro i agree it, it, it's not the same so you when you try to look for it once you once you get got used to that flavor you try to look for it in maduro you're like i can't find it so for now it tastes like crazy espresso look at spicy espresso <laughs> let me ask you guys this then All right so does it bother you when other people like that smoke acid or um, any of those flavored cigars that are heavily infused <clears throat> and when they say i i'm a cigar smoker does that does that bother you guys a little bit it does i would tell them to go smoke a different cigar i'm like if you like that one why don't you try this one 
you know what i'm saying like if they're, they're, they're smoking the java you know coffee i was like does that really taste like coffee to you have you tried one of this maduro one of this uh you know nicaraguan uh for that coffee taste they're like oh i smoked it so strong i don't taste anything so i like this one it's easy and i can taste it i was like what you are not what you're tasting is not cigar what you're tasting is some sort of infusion that's not cigar that's like try to eat a chinese fried rice put pour coffee on it and taste coffee right right you're not eating the fried rice you're eating coffee so i tend to sway them towards a a a a real cigar i I, I might even give them one says hey no no put that down try this one and and oh yeah you know see if you can pick up the real coffee because because that ruined it for me when i have those uh, flavor cigar those javas those those those, um even the sweet tips they i think they slow down my progression of being able to taste cigar and being able to ignore uh tobacco because when you smoke any cigar this tobacco taste right that's the first thing you had to be able to ignore before you pick up anything when you smoke a infused cigar you don't taste that tobacco you taste that base woodsiness plus infusion right you're not gonna taste the tobacco so when you go smoke a regular cigar right away you t- pick yeah. up that bitter tobacco right there and you're like you're not gonna taste anything so I tell people like that's the like whenever somebody say oh I'm, my friend's first cigar I'm gonna give him a, a, a infused cigar and stuff like don't do that give an actual cigar they might hate it the first few minutes and they might acquire that because it's an acquired taste right uh, a lot of things that men do is acquired thing right like you drinking beer no one like beer in the first sip it tastes like hop it's bitter it doesn't taste good but as you drink it you realize okay there's a flavor to it that I I can like and you start drinking that right nobody's gonna like whiskey the first sip it tastes like burn wood actually no it tastes like wood that burns your throat right (laughs) nobody's gonna like that first but then as you learn how to drink it you're like i really enjoy that that light wood barrel flavor that's coming out of it right Mm -hmm. and nobody likes vodka first uh, nobody likes vodka period but you know you know what i mean like you're not gonna you're not gonna get that acquired taste unless you put yourself into that situation where you can acquire that enjoyment from i agree right so i would recommend them to go towards a real cigar even if it's a lighter one but if you know that something has a lot of flavor you you introduce them to that time to slow down time to really do it uh, you know the correct way and they don't have to buy those i would say junk anymore right because if you really think about it, they don't have to put really good tobacco for any of the infusion right they can put like junk 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 lowest gray of the lowest and just infuse yeah. it you're not going to taste anything all you got to taste is I agree. one of the cigars that i do it's not in my begador but it is part of my humidor because i did like this cigar for a long time and i will give it to a, like a beginner smoker i mean it's a bigger cigar it's a, you know longer you know bigger uh what do you call it? vitola but uh the monte cristo white series Oh, you know, okay. It's, it's it's a very very, it's very light, light cigar. Yes, very light cigar, but it gets you into that level of actually smoking cigars, not the infused cigars, and and bring you into the actual cigar game, you know, as we call it. Um, you know, me going back to what Tony said in, when he first started smoking cigars. I mean, my first cigar that I was introduced to was the was a, uh, Julius Caesar, and at first, I was like, what the hell am I smoking? I mean, I'm sitting outside in the state of California with my <laughs> California Highway Patrol officers sitting in his backyard around his pool with a bunch of Highway Patrol officers. And they're 
you know, they invited me over there to have some cigars and beer. And they gave me a Julius Caesar. They're like, you're going to like this. I was like, this, this is, what the fuck am I smoking here? What is this shit? I mean, I didn't know cigars. I didn't know anything about cigars at that point. And this is back in the, I'd say in the mid 90s. And I was like, fuck this shit, man. I don't know what these guys are doing here. <laughs> and I was blown away, mind blown that, you know, in, in my in my mind, I held, you know, and I hold, I still hold police officers and high patrol officers to a certain standard. I didn't know that they smoked cigars and drank beer on the side. You know what I mean? Or on their off time. Of course they I do. didn't know that. I didn't think like that. I, you know, that's me. I'm thinking these guys are straight laced, fucking, you know, waking up at three in the morning, hitting the gym, fucking, you know, whatever. Not smoking cigars and drinking beer on, on the weekends. But when they invited me over to their house and said, Matt, come come hang out with us. And they gave me that cigar. I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? First of all, I was intimidated by all the highway patrol officers. I didn't know how to act around them. And then I'm smoking a Julius Caesar for the, my first cigar and basically choking my ass off. But then, like Tony <laughs> said, you know, you start to, like with the beer, you start smoking it more. You start kind of enjoying it and you start really thinking about things and going wow this is a different experience this is something i've never experienced before in my life is this what life is supposed to be when you get a little bit older because i was in my 20s <laughs> you know what i mean these guys were well into their th 40s 50s almost ready to retire and they're introducing me to cigars and giving me these julius caesars and i'm like what in the hell but as I watch them smoke cigars and tell stories and enjoy their their time together, I was like, this is what it's like, man. This is the brotherhood. This is what I want. This is what I long for, to be a part of a group of guys that get together on the weekend and, and smokes a cigar and some whiskey or beer and enjoy the time off. Not talk about the bullshit. Just enjoy your time. I was like, I was like this is what I want. And that's when I started to get into cigars. I mean, then I, I my kids were young at that time. So, you know, you, you don't have a lot of money to spend at that time in life. But, and I didn't even know where to go to, to find a Julius Caesar. You know, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> these guys are like, oh yeah, you know, they're telling me all these different places they found them. I had no idea what they're talking about. No idea. But as I got older and started getting deeper into it, really digging into this stuff i'm like damn that julius caesar is my baby and julius caesar is one of my babies and so mm -hmm. and and so like and i forgot to mention that so julius caesar is probably I, I don't know if i wouldn't i would probably say that was my number one cigar maybe pappy van winkle is my number two and then padron is my number three because the flavors you get from that julius caesar is is unreal unreal I mean, and, and maybe it's just me because of where I was at when I first smoked that first cigar with those guys, that it takes me back to that that time in my life where I was like, that's what I needed, and that's where I fit in, and I was like, this is what life is like. This is what I need to look forward to when I get a little bit older and can afford this <laughs> lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, right? Earlier, we talked about this, people who like Gurkha, that nostalgic, reminiscing, back then when they first have that cigar, that's probably why they continue to like it. I, I rarely find people that smoke other cigar first 
And then one day they like, you know what? I'm gonna try this Gurkha. And after they try the Gurkha, I said, like, you know what? Screw all the other cigars. <laughs> this is it. This is my baby Gurkha. From now on, I'm only gonna smoke. I've never <laughs> that, seen that's gonna, like that. that's gonna be a little rough, a little hard to do. <laughs> you might want to talk to Jeff on that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jeff didn't. Like, Jeff didn't just go, you know, smoke all the other good cigar all of a sudden and go. Gurkha, this is it. I tried it. I love it. <laughs> Best cigar ever. Nobody right. can tell me otherwise. I I, I really haven't right. seen anybody like that. I I've seen people who started out with a Gurkha and became a strong Correct. Gurkha fan. And maybe yes. that's where. Where okay, Jeff started with the Gurkha, and and it takes him back to that time in life where he remembers that and has a, a special moment with that cigar, like mm-hmm. I did with that Julius Caesar, and that's oh, your baby. Me. I still, you know, do I have plenty of Cao flathead? <laughs> I, I have to. We have to get Jeff on the show one day to ask him if 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 Gurkha is the cigar he smoked with for today. <laughs> that might be it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy, bro. Every time, every time I smoke, it's like when I was young. Oh, that was so good, you know. And, you know, one of those things. But yeah, um, going back to the 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 cigar, you know, talking about cigar. Cigar has a huge stigma, right? Whenever you're talking to someone new, you're meeting someone new. Like for example, you and your wife go meet uh, with her coworker for the very first time. You, I think most people have that hesitation to say whether or not they smoke because it's like a 50-50, right? Either you got to get, oh, that's really cool. Or, you know, smoking is bad for you, man. It's going to kill you. It's that 50-50. And usually it's the, it's the latter. You got to get hey. the, you got to get the, hey, yeah. I don't think smoking is good. You should not do it. Or like, you know, somebody, uh, that, that, that female friend will just tell her husband, it's like, do not hang out with this guy. He freaking that smokes cigars. It's probably for some triad you know many- mafia shit. Uh, right. Don't talk. Well, the female that tell me that 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 whole boyfriend or whatever or couple or significant other be like, oh, be careful with me smoke. I like, I just look at, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> you know. Right. There's a huge stigma towards that, and then I, it, obviously it's from education, right? right? And we we start with grade school. They yep. start telling you, hey, smoking's gonna kill you. Don't do that. Smoking's gonna kill you. Don't do that. Which is funny because. Uh, at the same time, they tell you sex is gonna kill you. Don't you do gotta that. You gotta do sex, sex, man. So you gotta. Well, the thing is, is, like here in Utah, obviously Utah is predominantly Mormon. Everybody knows that. So smoking is bad, no matter what. It's probably put up there with worse than sex, you know. So, well, I can't say that, but because um, <laughs> uh, they don't believe in sex before marriage. So, um, but it, you know, we always, you know, we test the waters, you know, with people and they when they say you know they like to have some whiskey and they love wine and this and that and it's like oh okay well cool we're gonna have you know me and my wife we host many uh cigar and whiskey cigar and wine you know i I don't drink wine but i'll do whiskey um and it blows your mind how many people are open most mostly females that are actually like oh my god i want to try cigar i've always watched or seen people smoke cigars and wanted to try that. And now I get the opportunity. I think that's kind of a different story, though. I think that's a different story. Like, have you ever seen anybody go to a party? Once they get into the party, and then the host took out a box of weed. They're like, no, thanks. I'm just right. sitting here. Not, I'm not going to take a puff. No, they will. They will. Well, I would be so, that guy. You know, I'm not into marijuana or anything like that. That's not my not lifestyle. Right. But, but you know what I mean, right? When you when people go to party, if something was offered, they would, they would be oh, open yeah. to try right. it. Right. 
and and, and you know, if everybody's like, oh, I want to fit in, everybody's doing it, one puff, eh, you know. And, and and cigar, I think is the same way. You can open them up to it, but before that, prior to that, they might be very against it. And I, I don't know how many times I heard people say cigar is gonna kill you, and I gonna and turn around and says, well, it didn't kill all the people. That's somebody today, because anybody who's ever famous at all, especially in politics, has smoked oh, yeah. at least one right. cigar. I saw Eric's uh, one of the videos. Somebody commented and says, uh, "You know, when yeah. he's fifty, he's yep. gonna die, right?" And I and right away I comment back because you know how old Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> is. He's seventy six. He smokes a cigar every day. You know how old Michael Jordan is? He smokes one every day and right. before playing game, before one of his basketball games, he will smoke a cigar, and he's still probably healthier than any of us today. So. That just proved that it's not, it's, you know, if you use things responsibly, it's going to be fine. You know, if you don't do something irresponsibly, it's, it's going to hurt you no matter what. You can you can drink water irresponsibly. You'll end up like the person that drinks like two liters of water. Food, right? You don't you know, eat too much food, I'm telling you. Yeah, if you if you drink soda, enough soda will kill you. Enough sugar will kill you. Enough food will kill you. Enough chicken yeah, will kill you. That goes to the fact that, I mean, you can have doctors, and I've, I've seen, and I know... I know of uh, doctors that are very healthy with their living lifestyle and still have heart attacks and still die. Yep. You know, so everybody's body's a little bit different. Um, you know, when we do our, our cigar and whiskey nights, you know, if there's somebody new here that's never had a cigar, we educate them or I educate them, you know, as much as I can. I said, you know, we're not inhaling these cigars into our lungs like a cigarette smoker. You know, it's not laced with a bunch of chemicals and pesticides that, that cigarettes are, you know. So this is a whole leaf, you know, nothing but leaf. And you just inhale it or you, you put it in your mouth and you exhale it, you know. So and you get the try to get some flavors out of it. You will get some flavors as you work to it, work at it over the years and actually dive into these cigars. You will experience a whole different world. And uh, yes, they do have nicotine, but like you said, like we've all said, and Tony, you've said it many times on our lives, you know, there's not one day I can't go without a cigar. There's not one day I can't go a week without a cigar. I don't sit there and crave it. I don't need to take a smoke break during work. Um, But, you know, I'll admit it. There's a day I saw a lady smoking a cigarette the other day when I was up in Idaho and I was like, damn, I want a cigar right now. Just because I wanted, I was just <laughs> jealous about her time. But what you want is not yeah. I was just more jealous about her time out there, being able to have a c- cigarette break. You know, where I'm like, where's my cigar break? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was looking for. Right, you're really looking for that, really looking for that right. relaxation, right? So it's not really I want that cigarette. It's, I want to sit down, lay back, get a whiskey, get on a cigar. And have some conversation or have the whole world not to bother me. And that's what I look forward to at the end of the night or the end of the week. And I go, I'm going to go have a nice cigar and some nice whiskey. And I'm going to enjoy, you know, my night. Because this week has been crazy. I need a nice cigar. I'm going to go have one. And, and, And nicotine is proven that it actually itself, nicotine without anything in combination itself, is not addictive. It's not because there's a lot of food that you eat actually have nicotine in it. Naturally, have nicotine in it. For example, uh, green pepper, green bell pepper has nicotine in it. 
I don't see anybody go. I need to eat a bell pepper today. <laughs> I really need to. I need to eat fifteen of those right. right now. You know, never no. happens, right? When you have those nicotine patches to get rid of cigarette, you never go like,、mm. "Oh, I need another patch right now." <laughs> oh my god, those! <laughs> I need five of those right now on your、right. arm. You don't, because nicotine it, it is it relaxes you. It doesn't. It's not addicting, but it relaxes you, and you just miss that time of、right. relaxation. It's the、yeah. action of it that make you addict, not not the the chemical itself, because it's natural occurring chemical. It's in all the food that you eat. Anything that with the glossy skin shell of any vegetable will have some nicotine in it. Grape has nicotine in it. I don't see anybody.、Uh, okay, some people like really crave grape grape soda or like whatever, but that's different thing, right? We do crave certain thing, but I think we create crave the action of it, the 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 relaxation of it. But as a cigar smoker, I think because we know to get that lifestyle, we had to work for it. We become responsible for it, so we only go re-、uh, go relax when、yep. the job is done, and then we celebrate、yep. as a job done. It's like okay, I can sit down now. I can I, I got well, my stuff done today. Because cigar requires time to enjoy, you know. Right. So like after a long day of work,、down. man, you you want to sit like an hour, two hours, just relax.、Right. It's like the best thing. Like you said, like you said, you get to sit down, relax, enjoy the company of other people, and talk to other people in different. Lifestyles, different jobs, and 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 when they start talking to their about their job or their issues or whatever, and you start giving them your two cents of of what you know you might do in that instance or whatnot, actually might help them in their lifestyle or their life, and it, it, you know it, it changes things. And people have reached out to me, and I know you guys have all probably had people reach out to you, and you've. Talk to other people as well, and and sat there and said, you know, what you've said to me that day actually helped me, you know, get through that rough time in my work or my life, you know, through that cigar, that two hours of sitting there smoking a cigar. I mean, it just it, it you get to sit down and talk to lawyers that don't see your perspective because they're in a different, you know, work environment. You know, I consider myself blue collar, always will, always have. Um. Yes, I do have a white collar job, but、I、still consider myself blue collar because that's where I started. That's where I came from. That's where I am. That's who I am. I don't ever want to lose that. I I worked from the ground up, working with my hands to earn every dollar to to pay for that cigar. You know. Now, not saying that that the white collar guy didn't do that, but those lifestyles are different. You know, so you know, the, back where I grew up, you know, white collar always talked down to the blue collar, and 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 they probably still do in these times and ages. But now that I'm in the position I am, I can I I'm a, I'm I can sit there at the at the conference table in meetings and say, no, this is not how it should be. You need to look at it this way, and they've never looked at it that way because they've never been there. If that makes sense. I don't know if I'm getting off track.、Yeah. <laughs> no, of course. You know, here's the thing about cigar, though. Like a few times, I talk about、um, cigar、yep. is a luxury. Not everybody can afford the same kind of cigar, and, and it had to be obviously spent responsibly. But I, aside from that, is that when you buy a cigar,、mm-hmm. when you got a cigar in your hand, you go sit down in a lounge. No matter what you do, how much money you have, 
what's your background, whether or not you're king prince or just somebody from the down the street. Once you sit down, about to talk and chat, talking about story, you are in the even playing field. Nobody, no longer, no one, no, I, no one there care about right how much now. money you make any longer. They care yeah. about what story you have now. Yeah. Right? What's the guy you're smoking? And watch, I watch. I care about the cigar. I'm like, hey, bro, what you smoking? Right? <laughs> I don't care if you. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. You you become an even playing field. You don't look down. Okay, you can sit down. You can be a millionaire sitting there having a cigar. Somebody who's maybe a school janitor, you know, with dirty clothes and whatever, come down. Had a hard day. Sit down. About to have a cigar. I will say, you know, every so often you'll see the guy who can afford it. Says, "Hey, you had a hard day. Maybe you should have a better cigar." And yep. probably will hand you a cigar. I did that to somebody that. today. That exactly. Today I went to the cigar, cigar shop and and uh, he was picking out a couple bundle. You know, he looked he looked like he's he just got all like literally get out like construction work. And I was like, bro, what the heck, right? So I I bought him a, a Padron and I gave it to him. He was like, he just looked at me like, who are you? <laughs> I was like, hey, man, here, have a good cigar. And he, I but just that's walked what, away. But that's what true, I don't know if you call them brothers of the leaf or whatever, whatever you want to call it. That's what we do. And, and like Tony said, when you sit in a lounge, you're sitting next to doctors, lawyers, police officers, construction workers, whatever. Oh, yeah. We're all in the same playing field. We're all there to enjoy a cigar and enjoy each other's conversation. And that's the only time that you're actually going to be able to sit there and probably talk to a doctor or a lawyer or whatever and, and enjoy a cigar and, and enjoy their conversation. And they get to hear your side of your life. You get to hear their side of their life. And you're going to impact their life. And they're going to impact your life, no matter you know what the circumstances may be. But you get to engulf that in that couple hours or an hour or whatever. And, and and sit there and go, damn! I sat there and talked to a damn lawyer today. When was the last time you got talked to a lawyer walking down the street? Never. No. So, I mean, that's what you're willing to well, pay. <laughs> you're well, willing right. to pay. You get to talk to them. <laughs> but I mean, you're not talking about cigars, <laughs> you know. I mean, you, you can. You can, that's that's a waste yeah. of time to do it. But yeah, you can. <laughs> Your money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. True. You could. But yeah. The thing is that you you get a lot of different story right. from a lounge for sure, right? Um, you, you get a lot of different story. People opened up once they sit down and have a cigar open, I right?、Agree. So, you know, it's it's a hobby that unfortunately has such a stigma, and education has ruined it. And you know, it's is I feel is one of those things that will take forever or a lifetime to rectify the fact that certain things could be done responsibly, just like drinks. Because nobody, not nowadays, nobody will be like、yeah. having whiskey is gonna kill you. Stop, right. right? No one does that anymore. But there's gotta be a period of time, you know, the prohibition and stuff like that. Oh, don't drink alcohol; it's gonna ruin your life. You gotta be drunk. You gotta be. But you, you know, know you like, go cigar hobby is so shareable. You know? That's why I love it too. You can share it. You know what I mean? You can. Yeah, you can't really share alcohol. Yeah, you can share hobby, cigar,、so. man. Like that's why I, I agree.、It. You can spread your love. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. You know, not not that I think about it. What's really funny is one one sometimes a, a stick of cigar costs as、oh, much、yeah. as a whole entire bottle、oh, of、yeah. bourbon. <laughs> I totally don't think about、right. that until now. And that's the thing is, I think a lot of these people that have come to my house and 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 realize that there's a whole different side of cigars and whiskey that it, it's blown their mind. You know, they're like, oh my、mm-hmm. god, and they've actually enjoyed it so much. They're asking us, when are we doing this again? 
you know, and they're begging us to do this again. No, they want freebies. Yeah. You know, when and you have a friend, of... I don't mind giving people free cigars to a point, you know, but at some point they have to, you know, get to that level of what they like and enjoy or say, Matt, can you buy me some of these somewhere else where it's cheaper because of Utah state tax. Right. And I don't mind doing that for them. Um, but at the same time, I'm not a charity, right? Like, yeah, yeah I have a yeah, lot of cigars, yeah. but at the same time, man, I don't like giving away a bunch of cigars all the time either. <laughs> oh, they do add up. The one mm-hmm. we start thinking about it, they do add up. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. So right now, I think this is where we gotta wrap it up for this particular interview. Oh, we I'm need pretty more. sure we have more, we need more in the future because we do have a good. Company. Course, yeah, and we're gonna put him in yep. an even harder spot. You know, I don't know, something like who's your least favorite? He still didn't really answer the, the question, like the cigar yeah, question. That, that. He still didn't really, <laughs> he's he, he danced, he, he danced around. Well, he's it, a good card. You know? I mean, I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> it, it, that's the thing, you know, he's you know, we'll, we'll get it. Well, we'll get it all I hope you guys have me right? back so, on another podcast because uh, I have many stories, I have many different avenues of my life. and Oh, I would yeah. love to share with you guys, oh, yeah. and not just about cigars, but about Hashi Motorsports and and TAO and and the family, the SSL family, and where we've started, where I joined, and where we we've come from that point on. I mean, it's it's been huge, and you know, we're just looking for that next person and next next guest. Right, I mean, Eric, you've definitely stepped up, and um, I mean, you're still kind of oh, new. Thank you, thank you. But, I tried. You've, you've taken us to the next rung in that ladder, you know, and, and we're, we're creeping up, uh, up that ladder, that 12 foot ladder, you know, and we're, we're getting to the roof, you know, but we need to get, keep going and keep going to make us bigger and better because that's what we are. Oh yeah. Small group, but oh, yeah. Yeah. bigger and better all the time. Trust me. I have goals since the first day I joined. So right on. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you here, Tony. Thank you for I doing just such a great job. Inside eBay, just saying. <laughs> and to all the people that have been a part of the podcast you know the two three podcasts previous you know from where it started to you know like i told tony the other night it's gone great i can hear it like if i wasn't if i didn't know every individual that was on the podcast previously i would want to know what y'all looked like and that's 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 a huge accomplishment because it's a good thing. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I travel um, and, and I, I sit there and wonder what people look like and what they're doing in life and what they do for life, what their careers are, stuff like that. I want to dive into that type of stuff. I want to know what people do for their careers and not to get in too personal of their life, but that's just me. I love, I'm a, I love to hear about people and what they do and what they interact with in life and what they deal with because everybody has their ups and downs everybody and so if you can help in any which way that's what we're all about so thank you tony sounds very good oh we definitely should have more episodes because i haven't even addressed uh, obviously the car the the the, the 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 drinks and other stuff we just covered oh, yeah, the, we, the, do, the we need very way more bottom episodes. part of it like a, yeah this is like an yeah, introduction to my hashimoto right and then <laughs> right 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 so one hour is obviously not enough but we can have like a you know 15 
interview right? series. <laughs> that would be that would be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's it for this uh, episode. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. And we'll you see guys. you next see time. You. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar. And that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars. The conversations go on and on. And that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows Podcast.